Welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. The Stone Builders, we are a faith talk show sharing the good news with you. Welcome and greetings, radio and podcast family. All I can say once again is wipe my brow. Yeah. On the recent current events, because they'll make your toes curl. Mm. And if you let it, create fear, panic, and uncertainty. With the COVID-19 raging, and I mean, it's still raging. I don't know, we here in Florida are, are experiencing downturn. There's vaccine shortages for that first dose, let alone getting the second dose. Second dose. And a lot of people are getting stressed out. I know here in Florida, because we are an elderly, more of an elderly state, because a lot of people come here to vacation and to live and retire. Many of our folks are in line trying, getting that virus <laughs> vaccination. Hey, whatever happened to the flu shot vaccination? No one's getting the flu. They, they're still doing that. They're still, they're still. I don't know anybody got a flu it. or a cold though. Yeah, but they're still wishing it because before this, I know here in Florida, before they were vaccinating on COVID-19, they were actually telling people to get the flu shot. So what is happening in Washington, D.C.? Right now we have thousands of armed National Guard troops camped out around the Capitol. And is this, I think this is going to go down in the history books because most of the times when we thought of growing up as you about Washington, D.C., that was the nation's capital. capital. That was the people's capital. We students couldn't wait, even when we got to college, to go to Washington, D.C., to walk among the buildings, to go throughout and look at history. Now, we're behind razor barbed wire fences also the fbi i guess they finally went back to work has notified (laughs) all 50 state capitals of the potential attacks that may be going on in their states i'm going well who's gonna be causing all this trouble it is a ball of confusion ladies and gentlemen but know this my god Mm. My daddy, my God, the Almighty is in control and a mighty shoulder to lean on. Praise God. You know, here in Tallahassee, the state capital of Florida, praise God. We're here, helicopters flying around for the All last the couple time. of days, day yeah. and night and night and day. So just know that as a believer, you should be confident that in a midst of a storm, you can have peace. Yes. That's why today our program is simple. We're, we're calling this Stop, Look, and Listen. All right. And, 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 and otherwise, to survive the storms, you must stop, or better said, sin no more. Okay. Just as in 1 Corinthians 15, 34, awake to righteousness and sin not. For some have not the knowledge of God. Mm. I speak this to your shame. All right. So look, seek out Yeshua, the Father. And you can find that in Matthew 6.33. Look and seek are pretty much the same thing. Yes. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. One thing. All things added unto you. Two things. No, got to be all things and everything. Praise God. And listen. Stop, look, and listen. Yes. 
for his small, quiet voice. And just go back, Isaiah 28, 23. It says, give ye ear and hear my voice. Hearken and hear my speech. Yes. When you stop, look, and listen, then you walk in authority with the biblical foundation noted in 2 Timothy 1, 7, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, the power, and of love, and a sound mind. So it doesn't matter what's happening in Washington, D.C. with the armed National Guards or people... Guardsmen letting them in, and then all of a sudden there's an insurrection, and people taking pictures, and and all. It doesn't matter what the FBI is saying. Uh, do this and do that. It doesn't matter whether it's COVID nineteen because God does not give you the spirit of fear, and that's why it's so important for you to have a sound mind. And that's why we're saying today: stop, look, and listen. I say amen. To amen. That. Well, it's going to be an awesome show. And when you said, listen, how many of us really do pay attention? We either hear, half hear, even when we're talking to friends and family, we don't really pay attention. So when I'm pondering stop and sin no more, I think of how Yeshua healed many. And what's, what does he say to them? Go and sin no more. After they received their healing. Yes. Yeshua was not speaking of sinless perfection. He was warning against a return to sinful lifestyle choices. His words both extended mercy and demanded holiness. And that's one thing that we don't talk a lot about anymore. And we might have to do a show on that. And that's how do we be holy? Because people think it means being perfect, but it's not. It's actually being in God's presence so much that you know that when you're deviating from it, that you need to turn around and go back. Yeshua was always the perfect balance of grace and truth. To follow Yeshua, we need to first repent, like he said, stop, from our sinful acts. He requested the adulterous woman in John 8, 1 through 11 to stomp her adulterous acts. And you remember that story. He was in, went to the Mount of Olives. He came to the temple. And, you know, of course, the Pharisees are always around trying to trick him up. <laughs> I think they had spies. <laughs> they probably Just did. Like, spies. <laughs> so the Pharisees brought him unto a woman. This is in John 8, 1 through 11 a woman they had taken in adultery. When they had set her in the midst, they say to him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now, what they doing looking at some woman in the very act? Mm, Mm, Question mark, question mark. uh, Now, Moses, let me go on. I won't won't touch that Now, Moses. Where's the guy at? See, they took the woman, but where's the man at? Because it always get blamed. He was probably one of the one pointing the finger. Now, Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. What sayest thou? So, you know, they figuring he going to be. Always testing. Yes. But Jesus, I'm not going to read all of it, but Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. So they asked him again. So he lifted up himself and said unto him, 
he that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And then he went back down and wrote in the ground. And he looked at her again and said, woman, where are those thine accusers? Have no man condemned thee? She said, no, my Lord. And Jesus said unto her, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. So that's what God is looking. He's looking for us to not sin anymore. Stop. So are you ready to start a new life? Even though our city, state, county, country are full of hate for each other while existing in a ball of confusion. Boy, you got that right, JC. While growing up, my mother would always say, stop being a follower. Because yes. sometimes, you know, you can follow your friends and you get in trouble or, or come back late or she didn't like the people that I was hanging out with. And she would always say, if your friends drop off a, jump off a bridge, will you jump too? Hey, my parents are dead too. Yeah, it was from the Glenwood Bridge. <laughs> she was referring to the Glenwood Bridge because of Glenwood Bridge. If anyone from Pittsburgh, y'all know what I mean about that Glenwood Bridge. But before we get started, and I would tell her, no, mom, I'm not jumping. And at that point, at about 13, 14 years old, I stopped being a follower and start making my own way. Mm. I could still get in trouble. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but I have nobody else to blame. <laughs> Praise God. But before we really get into the program, we want to recognize our longtime sponsor, Dr. Elton Powell Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. You know, give them a call uh, for an appointment at 850-402-9061 or take time to visit his website at dynamicspineandwellness.com. Just know this, that Dr. Powell uses a holistic approach to help your particular ailment. I know he has helped me. And as a chiropractor, his motto is live happy. Live happy? Is it, was that the sound? Well, right, anyways. Stay hey, we'll, tuned. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Take me to the king. I don't have much to bring. My heart's torn in pieces. It's my offering. Lay me at the throne. Leave me there alone to gaze upon your glory and sing to you this song. My name is Anne Marie Baker, and I used to have severe, excruciating right arm and neck pain. Thanks to spinal decompression therapy from Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, I no longer have any pain or discomfort, and my issues were resolved without having any surgery. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center has helped me enjoy my life again. At Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, we unlock your potential to be the best version of you and build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving you fast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state-of-the-art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for better, healthier future today. Call 402-9061. That's 402-9061. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com. 
tune in to the Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1. Welcome back. And we're going to move on to the next, the beginning of that stop, look and listen. We're going to talk about stop. But before we continue, please know you can listen to all of our podcasts the Stone Builders Hours have, and we have over a year's worth at your convenience on iTunes, Google Music, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and Spotify. You know, that really works because I know that we have a lot of people who are outside of yes. um, uh, the the uh, the radio station uh, broadcast area, and because they're at work or they're on their way home, uh, they say that hey, we can tune in when I get home, or on Saturday, or yes. any other time when they're outside working in the yard. They put their headphones on and listen to the program. Praise God! And you can get some useful tools when you do listen. But you know, you can become a Stone Builders Hour donor by going to our secured website, WeLivingStones.org, or Cash App Dollar Sign Stones Fifty One. And guess what we're promoting now? Parenting snippets. Yes. And what we're doing is looking, doing more of that online social media platform where we will be uh, issuing tools for parents, things that they can learn how to deal with with their children because I know more children are at home. So we need to have some effective ways to teaching our children the right thing. Well, for the rest of the story... Today, we will go into detail on stop, look, and listen. First up is stop, and Yeshua said, stop and sin no more. What about stop in the name of love? That's what he's telling you to not do. okay. (laughs) Okay. There are two times in scriptures when Yeshua tells people to go and sin no more. The first is one after he healed the man by the pool of Bethsaida in John 5.14. And the other is after he rescued the woman caught in adultery from getting stoned to death. And we talked about that in the introduction, John 8.11. When Jesus first spoke to the crippled man, he had been crippled for 40 years. Could you imagine? He was right by that pool of water because Bethsaida was one of those pools that they believed the angels had dipped their finger in so that they could be healed when the tide brought the water in, but he couldn't move. And the first, what was the first question he asked the man? (laughs) He he asked him, did you want to be healed? How many people right out in, in our audience that have some kind of ailment that have been dealing maybe with back pain, nerve issues, if someone came up to you and said, do you want to be healed? What's, were you going to automatically say, yes. But a complaint about nobody would help him to put him in the water. Wait a minute. So instead of saying, yes, I, I want to be, be healed. healed. He was yeah. complaining that. <laughs> nobody was putting him in the water. Oh, God. Because they were getting their healing. Yes. And just walking over him, passing him by, whatever. But for this reason, it is possible that Yeshua was asking the cripple if he even wanted to be healed in the first place. Because like I said, most of us, if we are dealing with some kind of ailment, we would say automatically, 
Yes. It wouldn't be even an issue if somebody was helping you or not. You just want to be healed. (laughs) I have a good friend of mine who deals with migraines, and it's just amazing. I did not know headaches like that could cause so many problems. But they have to sometimes sit in the dark because Mm. the light hurts their eyes. Mm. Sometimes it's so severe that they feel almost deathly sick that they have to stay in bed. So I know if if my friend was asked that, she would probably say yes. I know nowadays they're using Botox. I'm not sure if that works. And audience, you could let me know that because I, I'm not. I don't have migraine headaches, but I'm just amazed that some side warm, effects first right. before you take that Botox. Look at that fine print. <laughs> but it's just amazing that that's what they're using it for today. Unbelievable. Yeah. So remember, stop. Scripture does not indicate that the cripple man showed any gratitude for his healing mm. to Yeshua because in 5.10, it indicates he went to the religious leaders right away to let them know he was healed. Apparently, Yeshua was not interested in creating a spectacle over the miracle itself since he immediately left and faded back into the crowd he had the ability of just disappearing in the midst of everybody. Hey, he was God. And he was an ordinary man looking too, probably. Hey, but he could just blend on in. He blends in and he just disappeared. <laughs> Where'd he go? We standing right next to him and, and he gone, you know. Hey, I know that feeling because I'm, I'm one of those too. If I'm in a crowd I'm, and I'm not sure of what's going on and if I have my grandchildren with me or when the kids were smaller, I would tell them, when you see mom go, grab on her coattails because we out of here. <laughs> Praise God. And they do that for their children <laughs> yes. too. You know, judging by the reaction of the of the religious, uh, local religious leaders, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and, or, you know, yeah, there's all those spies. And uh, just go back, just read the whole chapter of John 5. There's some great stories in there. Jesus seems to have been looking to just to spark a conversation about his ministry which really started right after this event. So shortly thereafter, Yeshua found that crippled man, the former crippled man who's now walking, and uh, that's the man that he healed, and he found him in the temple. And then he tells the man, Behold, thou art made whole, sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto thee. So even though you went to the the local religious leaders, I'm healed, I'm healed. The whole thing is that receive your healing, stop complaining, Mm -hmm. stop. But the main thing, sin Sin, no no more, or else a worse thing. Wow. Yeshua is telling us to stop sinning even after you receive your blessings. Many, once prayers are answered, they revert back to their old ways. Yes. I know many, too many, too many that I want to name, men and women who were incarcerated. They made great plans of of things to do and to never return to prison. But then once they're back into familiar surroundings or around those friends that they used to hang with, they're tempted back into what sent them away in the first place. Well, you said it. Familiar surroundings. Yeah, familiar demons. Yes, if alcohol is your problem, it's waiting at home from you. Yeah. Get out. 
If sex is your problem, it's waiting for you when you get out. If drugs are your problem, it's waiting for you. That's why when I, I believe when Yeshua says, stop and sin no more, he's giving you a directive that that's what's going to help you out of your circumstances. Because the same thing pertaining to the women caught in adultery. What happens in John 8, 11 should be taken in its full context. He does not tell the woman, you did nothing wrong. Right. I mean, the fact that he said, you sinned. He doesn't say, don't worry about what you did. Instead, Yeshua does not condemn her, which in this context refers specifically to stoning her for this sin and explicitly tells her not to sin anymore. Because the next time she's caught, he won't be able to save her. And he might not be around. Yes, because she will be done in with. So we need to look at our circumstances and know, are we making decisions based on what we're feeling? Mm. Or are we making decisions based on what we know is right? This incident is often misapplied by those who think Christians ought never to speak out against sin. Boy, are we in church or what? Because we need to. Even in the circumstances where we are now, where, where certain people are being condemned for saying what they do against our politicians or against other circumstances, other parties, it is our duty as believers to speak out against sin. But the exact opposite is true. Jesus, Yeshua, showed this woman grace Grace. while still holding firm and calling her adultery what it was, a moral failure which should not be repeated. In other words, stop. stop. So what can you say, ladies and gentlemen? There is a time that we need to be holding people's hands, but we also need to be holding their feet to the fire to make sure that they're not doing doing sin over again. Yeah. Boy, and it's so easy to fall. Fall, yes it is. Depression, anxiety, stress. And sometimes uh, people want to medicate medic medi- medi- uh, medicate. Yes, that's instead right. of meditating on the word. Yes, day and, and night. And knowing that the deceiver is out there waiting for you. Whom he can devour. And kill and destroy. Yes. If he can't get you, he's going to try to find a kink in your armor and go after your children, your loved ones, your finances, your marriage, everything. Yes. He's not a respecter of persons either. No, he's not. So if, if Yeshua is the only one who has the right to condemn and judge a person, but chooses not to, as with the adulteress, then we all better think twice before we cast that first stone. Yes, well, guilty. If I were you, I'm going to talk about me, never call for someone to lose their job yes. or pray for someone's house to burn down yes. or tell them that because of their lifestyle, they are headed for hell. Such behavior looks less like Yeshua and more like the religious leaders who sought to kill Yeshua. Mm. Second, recognize what sin is and what it is not. Sin damages our relationship with the Almighty and with one another. Sin destroys our lives and causes emotional, causes financial, 
causes physical and spiritual and psychological harm. The reason the Almighty wants us to stop sinning is simply because Jehovah wants what is best for us. And sin does not result in God's best. You know, going back to, you know, we shouldn't pray for someone to lose their job or someone's house to burn down. In this political season with, you know, it's, it's kind of unconscionable in the republic called the United States with First Amendments and various amendments rights that if I am a, a believer of God, someone can say, stop going to use your business. Yes. Or, or we're going to take you off of uh, uh, a social media platform. Uh, so just because I might have a different opinion, there's a group, there's one side that says that you can't express your opinion because I don't like it. If someone's, is where I see a day where it's coming is that I love God. Well, I don't like you. Then right. we're going to burn your house. We're going to take your job and we're going to attack you because you're saying that you like God. And if it's happening to these folks out here who have supported the president or who um, are saying certain things for and against the Democrat, as you sit on the sidelines, just know that if it's happening to them, soon and very soon it's going to happen to you. Yes. Or it could happen to you. So just know that always keep your mind on things above and not on things around you. And I'm not talking about being naive because you have a right to protect yourself and your family and your home and your household. I believe that sometimes we think Yeshua, because he did things with grace, that it means he was a weak man. Mm. And I believe, fervently believe that he believed in the right of people to exist in their lives but he just doesn't want you to sin. But I will protect my own. Mm. I will protect my home. I will protect my family and loved ones. We need to start looking and going back to how we once all had opinions. We all had things that we wanted to uh, believe in and things that people didn't believe in. But you know what? We all were able to see that that was something that it was an opinion. It didn't matter. So our sin does not cause the Almighty to turn away from us, reject us, hate us, or cast us out. Our sin grieves God and grieves the Holy Spirit because he knows how much sin hurts us. And as our loving father, he does not want us to get hurt. So here we are again, stop and sin no No. more. God does not care about our sin. He cares about us, which is why he wants to help us not sin. And remember, there will come a point where God will turn his back on you yes. because he's waiting for you to move out of your sin. Praise God. Well, we're going to take um, a short break here and look at the next 
step, up stop, and the next is look. And we'll be right back. Ain't nobody stopping my shine. They try to break me, try to take me out, but I got Jesus on my side. They're so bad I thought it would die. But ain't no power stronger than the one that came and laid down his life. And I got mountains to climb. But the enemy can't stop me, cause there's a calling on my life. So when I'm crying, don't last too long. Cause he gon' step in and make it alright. If someone loves you, they don't hit you. Hi, this is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Dating or relational violence is an act or threat of violence by one member of a couple against the other person in a relationship. It's also when one partner tries to maintain power and control over the other through abuse or violence. The abuse can include isolating you from others, threatening you, your family, or even themselves if you don't do what they want, physical violence, or sexual acts. This is not about love. It's about control. It's not about anything you did wrong. It's about control. If you're in a relationship like this, you're not alone. There is help. Contact Refuge House, your school guidance counselor, or law enforcement. Just remember, there is help. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida Chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com, and together we can promote justice by action. Greetings, I am Pastor Gary Montgomery, and this is my lovely wife, Elder JC, of Living Stones International. We are parents, we are children of parents, and we have children who are parents. Well, Pastor, you always say that we have an operating manual, our Bible, but sometimes you still need a guide on how to be good parents, better parents, and the best parents ever. Welcome to Parenting Snippets, where Pastor and I will share through social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, tips on how to do just that. Praise God. So continue to follow us on social media to find out the tip of the week and how to become good parents. My Shiro doesn't always wear a cape. But she always has time for a hug, a smile, for going the extra mile. My Shiro stretches every dollar, puts in long hours, puts others first. But now it's your time, Mom. When you're ready to retire, we want you to be able to enjoy it. Get free tips to help boost your retirement savings now at aceretirement.org. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. Today we're focusing on our topic, Stop, Look, and Listen, as it pertains to Bible scriptures and you, especially during this transition time in our government that will affect every citizen and illegal in the United States. But first, I want you to mark your calendar for an upcoming amazing farm share distribution at Griffin Middle School on January the 30th, this month, at 8.30 a.m. So you might want to line up a little bit early. 
because uh, we're going to be entering off of uh, Alabama Street, heading east on Alabama. You're going to make a left into the parking lot. And if you're coming down Old Bainbridge, you're going to make a right into the entrance. So we're going to try to do a two line so we can get through and, and keep uh, less pressure off the traffic. So that's going to be Saturday, January the 30th. Starting at, we're going to try to start the giveaway at 8.30, but sometimes if we get that food packed up enough, we're going to start letting it out early. So if you want any, if you're looking to volunteer, just show up about 6 o'clock in the morning. We'll be out there and put you to work. Yes. And um, just know that you need to bring your own mask and, and gloves. We should, because we're going to practice social distancing, so we would not be serving people that just walk up and trying to get some food. So everyone must stay in their cars, keep your windows up, open up your trunk or door, and we'll make sure that whatever we have is yours in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise God. JC and I enjoyed doing Farm Share. It's been over like 10 years. Last year, God blessed us to have this partnership with Farm Share that we were able to put out close to 500,000 pounds of food between Leon, Gaston, Taylor, uh, uh, where else have we been at? Um, Madison. Madison, right. How can Our I forget place. Madison? Yeah. Praise God. So, I got to get used to this <laughs> in Jesus' name. But it's just a blessing. We just feel honored and humbled to be able to uh, serve the community uh, and um, having access. And we can't do this without faithful volunteers. volunteers. Yes, We have a group of volunteers that are just totally awesome. And uh, it's so awesome that they go right to work knowing what to do and help train up other volunteers. That's the key is being able to train up others to do what we do. But now after the commercial break farm share, I can go on and talk about a whole bunch of stuff coming on uh, with farm share. But JC, this, 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 Let's take a look literally at look. All right. What does look mean? As a verb, look has two meanings. One, try to locate or discover or try to establish the existence of. And two, to be excited or anxious about. So I want to look, huh? Yeah. All right. (laughs) Well, what are the verses that really speaks to where we're going to start, and that's Matthew 6.33. And I'm always saying these are my favorite verses, but this is another one. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And I just want you to hear when we're reading these scriptures that whenever we use what's going to be added to each other or what God's going to provide, he doesn't say one thing two things, some things. He says, all things. But what if we read the verse in another context, which will allow us to better understand Yeshua's intended meaning? This will require us to not only look, but looking. And that's Matthew 6, 25 through 34. And if we look at Matthew 6, 25 through 34, it states, therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, 
nor gather unto barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. And I know they do because they're always in my garden eating all the worms. (laughs) That's right. Are you not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubic unto his stature? And that was one thing that my parents would always tell me. Are you going to grow any taller by thinking about something? No. And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toll not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, Hmm, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But again, one of my favorite stances. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. And my parents used to always say that. Why are you worrying about tomorrow? Tomorrow may never come. But when it does, we know we are in the present. And when you think about being in the present, that is a gift. A gift. So Yeshua, Yeshua states a simple command that pinpoints the worries of this world and the Almighty and ends this scripture with a promise. When we seek him first, he gives us exactly what we need. We can trust the Almighty on worldly concerns like worry or anxiety, which is what a lot of people are doing today, and temptations most of us face. Because right now with the COVID-19, that may be the lack of or not enough vaccine to go around, Um, whether or not I have an existing condition that might affect me, that's worry. Yeshua warned his disciples about worldly concerns often, and we counter them by seeking God and his righteousness. I mean, that's what prayer is all about. We need to connect through prayer. The Almighty calls us to seek first the kingdom of God instead of worrying about what we will eat, how we will dress, which are temporal or superficial concerns. (laughs) Although I have to add something to that. I don't know about today, but with all of us being inside and not going too many places, there's not too much dressing up that I've been doing. (laughs) (laughs) I got clothes getting dust on them. Right. Your clothes are getting dust on them. (laughs) So sometimes I just pull stuff out and try them on just so I can see, oh yeah, this is, I still got this. I can still fit this. Our Father, who is love and far more trustworthy than man, encourage us through Matthew 6.33 and other Bible verses to keep an eternal perspective. Because remember, this is all temporal. This is not our home. Mm -hmm. This is temporary. We're looking for infinity when we get to heaven, even as we cross each day off our calendars. You and I are called to refuse worry and anxiety. Instead, we seek or look first for the kingdom of God. Praise God. You know what? My question to you is, what does it mean to look Mm. or seek God's kingdom? 
You know, children love playing hide and seek, a yes, game where all but one child hides with the intent of being the last one found. But it would not matter much if one person did not seek the other. Mm. Consider us the it is seeking God's kingdom with all we have, looking in every nook and cranny until our search result in us finding him. Wow. The New Testament Greek lexicon defines seek first by seeking to find, to aim at, or to strive after. It also means to look for, go after, to search for. The Almighty is available and ready for us to find Him, to look for and worship Him in those anxiety-ridden situations that we're experiencing today. Do we run to worship? Mm. Mm. Searching for God the way we easily lean and worry? To seek God's kingdom means we have a conscious decision to turn towards the Almighty versus turning anxiety and worry, especially with this COVID-19, yes. our cities burning, this presidential election, and protesters inside and outside the Capitol, and now the, the government under armed National Guard presence. Mm, I'm running after you. Isn't that mm. a song that came out? Lord, I'm running after you. I need to be running after you in all of these situations, even though these are stressful, stressful times. And let's face it, they are now more than ever. We need to look first to the almighty, my God, Mm. my daddy, my king. Mm. We can do this with prayer. First Thessalonians 517 challenges us to pray continually. I mean, literally, we need to be praying all the time. And God's not looking for litanies. Remember, we're we're not supposed to be uh, rehearsing and saying it over and over again. He's looking for true prayers. When I'm at my wit's end and I said, Lord, you need to step in because I can't fix this. Prayer is important. And Yeshua spoke to the Father often, relaying that importance. He prayed with many people. And in groups, I mean, look at the Beatitudes. He was on a mountain praying with 5,000 people. But he also spent time alone with God. That was the important time. Yes, because those are the times when what? We're listening for God's small, still voice. And during those solitary moments with his father, my father, my daddy, he had an intimate communion between, which we can note in Matthew 26, Verses 39 through 44, that opportunity for intimacy through prayer exists for us today, too. I mean, not just for him, but for us, too. Yeah, see, another way to look, seek the Almighty is reading the Bible. Yes. It's, it's, it's easy enough to rely on our pastor or our spiritual leaders to feed us God's word, as many of them have a wonderful insight, but our Father wants to meet us personally. Yes, he does. And he often does that through scriptures. Why rely solely on man when something much more personal remains available? I, we were somewhere and someone said God is like, Wi-Fi? Yes, he's everywhere. <laughs> he's everywhere. He's like, Wi-Fi. 
But the problem with the Wi-Fi Uh-oh. is you got to have a direct connect. You got to be able to connect. <laughs> but you know, sometimes you go on Wi-Fi and it drops off. That's right. But my God doesn't drop off. He's continuous. <laughs> That's why the Almighty gave us his word so that we can keep our way pure. Yes. According to Psalms 119.9, it is a light unto our path and lamp for our feet according to Psalms 119.105. When we have read and know the Bible and the promises of God, we are strengthened to stand firm against sin. Because we have spent time with him through his word, our relationship will deepen. This is a means of looking, seeking, first, God's kingdom. So stop, look, and soon we're going to be listening. But just remember, when you are seeking, he says, seek me first, and then all things will be added unto you. Yes. Hey, we're going to take another break, and we will be right back. Stay tuned. To listen. This is the song I'm putting together that says, you don't have to jump no pews. Run down no aisles, no chills, run down your spine. But you know that you've been born again. Don't you know my hands didn't shake, the earth didn't quake, no sparks fell from the sky. But I knew. That I've been born again Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour A unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC Every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1 Guess who? It's me, Elder JC Asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support. Donate online at WeLivingStones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax deductible. Watch out! The galaxy is safe once again. In the pretend universe, kids play with pretend guns. In the real world, it's up to us to make sure they don't get their hands on a real gun. If you have a gun in the house, keep it locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council. We're back and praying you are enjoying Stop, Look, and now we're going to talk about listen. I always loved when I was telling my students that you know why God gave us two ears and only one mouth Mm. so that we could listen twice as much as we speak. And they would all go, ooh. (laughs) So just know that audience. God gives us ears so we can listen more. Ears to hear. Before moving on to listen, I want to share a little more on look, seeking God's kingdom, such as worship. And I love worship. I could play all the songs and 
be here dancing by myself if that's what it takes. Have you ever worshipped in your living room? Yes. Outside? Yes. Work? Yes. Taking time for prayer to the Almighty is recognizing and honoring Him for whom He is. And it will usher you into His presence. I love when I'm outside, especially when I'm in the garden, and you just can't help but be in his presence because you look at the sky, you look at the garden and what's growing. How can you not deny, how could you not deny God? If it, even if, with those mosquitoes out oh there. Oh, yes, you, even huh? that too. Yes, <laughs> we'll, we'll try to work on that because I've got a few plants I want to put mm-hmm. out for those. If at any time you have a loss for words, Try reading and praying a psalm to Jehovah. And one of the things I always says, if you're not sure where to start, start in psalms. David was a prolific musician, and his psalms will open you up to full worship. Also, this is a big time for repentance. Have you ever seen signs dotting the road signs with the message, repent for the kingdom of heaven is there? <laughs> yeah. We have a few of those who have the signs uh, hanging out on uh, Tennessee that says the same thing. Well, we're looking at those because we're saying repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. John the Baptist preached that message in the book of Matthew. Some folks continue and they're continuing to proclaim it today. Or if you have watched sports, uh, a sports game on television, you might have noticed a sign proclaiming John 3.16. These messages relate to repentance, a necessary heart attitude for salvation, eternity with God in heaven, and keeping him with the righteousness of God. And you know John 3.16 is... God so loved the world that he gave his only son for you and for me and for everyone who accepts him and steps into that repentance. Praise God. You know, all of us sin. Still, the Almighty loves us, every person on this earth. He desires that all come to him turning from those sins, whether it is for the initial repentance leading to salvation or a daily heart check after salvation. We are wise to seek first God's kingdom by leaning on and trusting instead in the grace of Jesus Christ, Mm. repenting as the Almighty prompts us to. Also, praise, praise, as prayers go up, blessings come down. You gotta praise the Almighty. That's yes. why I'm always saying, "Praise God." Yes, <laughs> because that's going up. <laughs> and now I hear other people say, "Just like me, it's an honor for people to recognize that I am a proclaimer of Jesus Christ yes. and the Word of God." Thank you, Lord. Now uh, let's review. Listen. Listen as a verb gives one attention to a sound. Evidently, he was not listening or sit and listen to the radio. As a noun, it is an act of listening to something. Versus being a verb, which is active. Mm. You know when it's active, you know you're doing it right now. 
Well, I'm going to give a scenario because we're going to look at how to listen to God. But suppose I go to the doctor and say, doctor, I have a lot of issues, which I do. (laughs) (laughs) I've twisted my knee my eyes itch, my fingers are swollen, or I have a backache. Is that me? You talking about me? I was going to say, I know I don't have all those. (laughs) (laughs) Then having got through my list of complaints, I realized I have another commitment. You know how we are. We're on this time crunch. And I say to the doctor, doctor, my time is up and I must go now. The doctor might say, where are you going? Wait a minute. Don't you want to hear what I have to say? If we only speak to God and never take time to listen, Mm. we make the same mistake. Because as I said earlier, God speaks to us in a small, still voice. We do all the talking and we do not actually listen to him. But our relationship with God is meant to be a two-way conversation. And that's in any relationships. That's with your children, with your husband, with, you know, other family members. It has to be a two-way. When praying, I find it helpful to write down my thoughts. And I've done that. Lots of journals I have. Yes, I was surprised. (laughs) I came across about five books each page backward and forward. It's like, well, when did you write these? Hey, whenever we were, I was doing my early prayer uh, vigil, I whatever came to mind, I had to put in whatever we were praying for. That's what I put. And then we had a specific scripture. I wanted to write it down. And it's interesting. I, I went through some of those. That's why they were over in the place where you found them because they were in my drawer. And I decided I needed to pull them out. I need to look at them and see how God has worked in my life. So when praying and you write it down, those things that those thoughts that come into mind that may come are directly from the spirit of God. Yes, indeed. So, and that's so true, especially in a media saturated time that Mm. we now live in with so many voices that come to us on TV or the radio, the internet, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, emails, texts, messaging. And on and on and on. Oh, (laughs) God. We have the voices of family, friends, and colleagues. And sometimes we have the voice of Mm. Satan tempting us to disbelieve the Almighty's word and to doubt that Jehovah has our best interests at heart. JC, how do you hear the voice of God amid daily life noises and distraction? Because Satan, he's out to make us disbelieve that God exists and God wants a personal relationship, wants to hear us, especially when you read the word. He was communicating first with Adam and yes. then he was communicating with, you know, Moses and, yes. and uh, you know, you know, Job and all the prophets and the new and the old and all the minor prophets, the big prophets. And, and so he has a history of having a two way relationship. Well, I think we need to listen to him. And one of the ways is directed at Psalms uh, one through 10, but I find that Psalms as three. Psalms three, one through ten. But I find that one of the things that is important for me is to get myself in a quiet place. Yeah. And you know, we talk about the prayer closet and things that literally I've gone in my closet. <laughs> because sometimes you just need that space where you have 
ultimate quiet in peace and not everything running around in your head. Know the main way the Almighty speaks to us is through what he has already spoken in the scriptures, detailing his teachings and commands. That's why just pull open your Bible. You'd be surprised how it will flip open to the very verse you need at that moment. As you study the scriptures, pray that Jehovah will speak to you and that you hear his voice. Yes. Do not try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He is the one who will keep you on track. And sometimes you'll even see it. He'll say, go this way, go that way. Or someone you are looking at and you're, you're both looking at each other and God says, speak. Well, he expects you to respond. So you speak to that person. Run to God. Run from evil. Yes. We are to trust in God rather than becoming arrogant and thinking that we are clever. Fear of God in the sense of healthy respect for him should lead us to run to God and run from evil. Yeah. I just have to put in this one little thing. We watched this terrible movie called A Bird, Bird Box. Box. <laughs> uh, well, but the whole gist of it oh, was almost the same thing. Oh, you right. Run to God and run from evil because it was just, I won't tell you the movie. You have to watch it because if I had to- torture, I don't even recommend I, I, if I, Well, if I had to torture myself and, and look and go through it, I think you need to look through it too. But the whole thing was, whatever was your greatest fear, that's what came on you. So people were, of course, doing all kinds of crazy things until the world was almost running out of people because they were actually submitting- to evil. Yeah. That's, I mean, some of the things that we're doing were just crazy. But because if we're running to God, God promises that this will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. You, In other words, there is a connection between the spiritual and the physical. And we know that even our health profession knows that the people who get healed or saved from cancer is because their whole faith is keeping them on track. That's a mustard seed Yes, thing. it is. My prayer is, Lord, help me not to just read your words, but to learn them, live by them, and to bring honor to your name. Because as you get those words in your spirit, guess what? When you are in deep doo-doo, what happens? Those words spring out of you like living water. Gives you, and you power. Yes, it does. Gives you strength. Yes, it does. It gives you a boldness. Yes, it does. Well, we're going to take one more break and we'll be right back. And we are going to look at what Stop, Look, and Listen does for us as believers. You think, Pastor? Yes, indeed. All right. We'll be right back. Everybody sing with us. Right now. God is moving by your spirit. Right now. His promises are for those who will receive right it. Now. If we ever needed him before. The day of salvation. God is speaking to every nation. If you ever needed him before. Greetings. I am Pastor Gary Montgomery, and this is my lovely wife, Elder JC, of Living Stones International. We are parents, we're children of parents, and we have children who are parents. Well, Pastor, you always say that we have an operating manual, our Bible, but sometimes you still need a guide on how to be good parents. 
better parents, and the best parents ever. Welcome to Parenting Snippets, where Pastor and I will share through social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, tips on how to do just that. Praise God. So continue to follow us on social media to find out the tip of the week and how to become good parents. We're back. You know, another way to listen to the Almighty is through the words of Yeshua himself. The words of Jesus the Christ are the words of God. The Almighty says in Matthew 17, 5, during the transfiguration, it says, while he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them, and a voice from the cloud said, this is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Check this out. He said, listen to him. Mm. Listen to him. When you read Jehovah's word and take them to heart, you are listening to him. Oh, thank you, Lord. Then you will be like Jacob towards the end of his life. And Jacob looked back to, to all of God's blessings he received despite all the trials and difficulties that he went through. Jacob recognized that the Almighty had led him throughout his life. He lived a life in close relationship with Jehovah, listening to him and his wisdom. Yes, Pastor, it's not only Jacob, but so many of the disciples and prophets and men and women of God in the Bible. But Jacob recalled how the Almighty spoke to him and gave him a vision for his life in Genesis 48, 3 to 4, and Jacob said unto Joseph, Joseph, God Almighty appeared unto me at Luz in the land of Canaan, and blessed me, and said unto me, Behold, I will make thee fruitful, and multiply thee, and I will make of thee a multitude of people and will give this land to thy seed after thee for an everlasting possession. Jacob was humbled when he declared, God has been my shepherd mm. all my life. His blessings was because he listened to the voice of Jehovah. So whether you are having a tough patch in life or just cruising along, Take time daily, hourly, to stop, look, and listen. And one thing is when I look back over my life, I'm get ready to get into a song and know <laughs> that we've been married for 48 years. Praise God. And here we have four children, eight beautiful grandchildren, and to know that the seeds that we have planted will surpass us yeah. so that we will know that we have truly been blessed. Thank you, Lord. Well, JC, I'm going to take advantage of this message by stop looking and listening, just like the traffic signal, green for go, yellow for cautious, and red to stop, while being aware of my surroundings and always having the Lord on my life, on my mind. Thank you. I was going to say on my life. Hey, he's that He's on my mind. Yes. In my heart. Yes. Oh, 
Lord, heal my body right now in Jesus' name. Well, as it's almost time for us to go, I offer up this prayer. It goes like this. Because right now, I'm asking all our listeners to stop, look, and listen. Because right now, as JC said earlier, we're in a ball of confusion. The hate, the mistrust, the arrows being going back and forth, uh, the fight against white, black, uh, right, left, uh, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, um, neo-Nazis, and the Ku Klux Klan. Even though I haven't seen them in a while. The, you know, the Proud Boys and a whole lot of these splinter groups. It's like no one, you got the, 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 the illegals versus the legals. It's like, it's just, just a mess out here. Yes. So Lord, here's my prayer. We are needing of you. We are aware more than ever of our own weaknesses and of the struggle with dark forces that try hard to divide us and gain more ground. We say no more. We stand our ground. We ask that you fill us with your spirit of love and unity among believers across this nation. We ask that you help us to set aside our differences and look to the greater cause, the cause of Christ. We ask that you help us to truly live a life of love. We know that this is only possible through the power of your spirit. So we ask that you move across our land in a fresh way, with fresh feeling and awareness turning your people back to you, drawing others to come to know you. We thank you that you are always with us and give us great purpose and hope. In Jesus' name. Lord, and I'm going to say amen because we need to be drawn to you. Well, I trust you enjoy Stop Look and Listen. And until next week, I bless you. And trust that he will answer all prayers. Until next week, we're out.